Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little. And we keep track of time being so serious, idiots. Hey, 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 and welcome to Roller Coasting. I'm your host, Megano. And firstly, let me just start by saying thanks for having me. I don't know if I'm talking to you down your earpods, airpods, earpods, what do you actually call those? Uh, I don't know if I'm talking to you in your car, in your kitchen, in your room, in the shower. Like, honestly, who knows where I am? But I'm just happy to be here. So thanks very much for tuning in, guys. Um, the love on the first episode, wow, uh, quite blown away, to be honest. So thank you so much. When I listen back, I realise it's actually a wee bit down in the dumps. It wasn't all so fun. So we're bringing things up, baby. This roller coaster is only going up today and we're going to have a wee laugh so as we all know it's Christmas time so I can only imagine there's works nights out flying about everywhere I'm sure they're happening every weekend at this point so I'm going to come on and share with you some very relevant stories now unfortunately someone somewhere potentially a witch actually put a works night out curse on me I know it might be quite hard to believe. I know you might be a wee bit sus about that, but you certainly won't be after you hear these stories. I am going to prove to you that I, in fact, have been cursed. Okay, so this, guys, is a work night out episode. It's going to be fun. Kick back, relax, get ready to giggle. Woohoo! We'll start at the very, very beginning of Young Megano's work life, right? So, Young Megano's first ever job was at Build-A-Bear Workshop and she was 16 years old. And I got a job in Build-A-Bear because I have always been obsessed. Like even right now, I'm still obsessed and I'm not afraid to admit it. Like if you follow me on Instagram or you watch any of my YouTube videos, you will have seen that I do have quite an alarming amount of Build-A-Bears still on my bed to this very day. But I've been obsessed with them ever since I was a wee teeny tot. So I knew like when I grew up, I wanted to get my first job there. I thought, what a buzz, like, that would be so cute, like, blah, 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 living out my dreams. So it was fine, got the job, 
working away and people at Build-A-Bear actually take the job very seriously like this bear building industry is is pretty pretty tough um but I was just there for a laugh like I was just there like whilst I also went to school to make a wee bit of money so anyway first opportunity that came around for a works night out was like November time and it was a girl in the works 21st and I remember at the time because I was only 16 thinking oh my god she's so old like ancient whereas now I'm like oh my god so young but anyway I was like count me in works night out we're telling everyone in school I'm going on a works night out like I just felt so old and so cool so I also hadn't been working there for very long like I started in September time I'm sure and this was November so didn't really know anyone too well and I thought oh this will be great like I'll get to know everyone blah 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 so at this point I did have like one like proper friend in Build-A-Bear her name was Sarah I won't actually tell you people's names but I'll tell you Sarah because I feel like she wouldn't mind so Sarah I think was like a year or maybe two years older than me and I just thought she was so cool like she was so funny like just didn't give a shit I really vibed with her so we really really got on so this party comes about and Sarah's like come to my house before it and we can pre-drink and I was like hell yeah thought it was so cool like had these like new friends that none of my school friends knew about so anyway I get ready I go to Sarah's and bear in mind I was 16 right I legally shouldn't have been drinking but I had been at this point for like maybe about six months right so very new to the alcohol so Sarah then whips out this red wine now I don't even think I'd ever seen red wine let alone drank it so I was like hmm I was like I've never drank that before like will I like it Sarah was like yeah yeah you'll be fine she was like it does get you so drunk and I was like yes sure thing so start down in it and I honestly must have had like two glasses and then that was it game was over so then Everyone else from Bilderberg came to Sarah's house. And I honestly can't remember that for the life of me, but I know because of the following events, right? So we're all in Sarah's house. I am white girl wasted. Like there is a reason 16 year olds should not be drinking. And then we're all heading to the 21st. So I got a lift off of this girl who worked in Bilderberg. And this girl is just like, I'm probably her worst nightmare, right? So I remember she would come in to work later on a Sunday because she'd go to church every Sunday morning. Like, she was just, like, a very good, like, morally good human. I'm not saying, like, you need to be in touch with your religion to be a good human. Like, absolutely not. But you know what I mean? Like, she didn't drink. Like, she probably just wouldn't have understood me at all. Me wearing, like, my wee black mini dress with, like, my boobs out. Like, I was 16. Like, that's just totally unacceptable, to be honest. Like she's got the right idea so anyway me and her polar opposites so she gives me a lift with like three or four other people how many people can you fit a car five so me and three other people I don't remember being in the car whatsoever right we're driving to this party and by all accounts I start spray painting her car with my sick like it is going everywhere like all down myself all over the car (laughs) just Oh god, just absolutely everywhere. The next thing I like vaguely, 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 vaguely remember is getting to the party. I, I don't mean getting in the party. Like, I did not make it into the party. Like could not tell you where it was, what it looked like inside. I didn't even see the girls whose birthday it was. Like I simply did not make it that far. But we get to the car park, right? And I think the girls whose car I was in, let's just call her sassy that's not her name obviously but we'll call her sassy obviously sassy's raging I've just been sick all over the car and she just doesn't understand what it's like to be 
paralytic and to be violently sick like that. So fair dues. And I mean, I'd, I'd still be raging if someone was sick in my car. So I can then remember being in the car park of the venue, right? And I started to behave like a car. So I'm in one of the like parking, you know what, what a, uh, space looks like, like free light lines. I'm lying in there like a car, like on my belly, face down. And I remember it being really cold, but it was so comfy. And I just felt like, finally, like, oh, like, you know that way when you can't stop being sick and then you finally stop, you're just like, oh, that's so nice. So I was just lying like a car in a space and I think the rest of them must have been like oh my word like why did we employ this girl and who invited her out tonight next thing I know I'm in a taxi and I'm going to the house of the boy I was seeing at the time right and I start to like kind of sober up like I'm aware of my surroundings I know I'm in a taxi I know where I'm going shout out to Sarah she was definitely the one who got me in that taxi so then I get there, he comes down, helps me up and he stayed in this like really like fancy, like not block of flats, but it was like more like a complex, like really cool high end, right? So we go in through the reception and up the stairs and then there's this like middle bit, I don't know what you call that, I need to burp. Oh God, so sorry. I had a chippy for dinner, it's definitely oh, causing a wee bit of ruckus. Um, but yeah, there's this like bit in the middle where like, all the flats would like look into if that makes sense kind of like a big fancy garden it reminds me of the botanic gardens um but anyway we get there and I just start being violently sick again like projectile vomit in like every direction and he's like ew and then then in walks his sister who I have never met before this was the first time I was ever meeting her and I was being sick everywhere all over these fancy plants and the pots on him just absolutely everywhere I was actually mortified and I can remember her face just being like she turned around like smiling obviously realizing like right okay that's the boy my wee sister my wee brother's seen and then her face just like dropped like that emoji that's like dot dot and it's got a line for a mouth that was her face and no bloody wonder that is a terrible first impression to make oh my word these events took place on a Saturday night and I woke up in the morning, obviously felt like ass, was so embarrassed and I uh, actually had work on the Sunday morning, woohoo! Honestly, going into work that next day is 100% up there with one of the top 10 most awkward times of my entire life. I was like, oh my god, like what do I do? So I get into work and everyone's like, oh, like sassy is raging with you, like honestly she's really not happy and I was like oh my word like how do you deal with an unhappy colleague I've never been in this situation before and obviously she was at church that morning she she was due in a wee bit later so I went on my break and I bought her a I'm thinking of you card because <laughs> apparently you don't set they don't sell I'm sorry cards so I got her a card saying I'm thinking of you and I wrote in it like so sorry for being sick like oh god like young little mess and then I slipped her a wee 20 pound note which honestly really broke me because I used to make like 170 pound a month in Bilderberg so that really you know that was hard to give away that 20 pound every penny really counted at the time but obviously I had to reimburse her because apparently she had to get like a super valley to deal with the sick so yeah it was not good and Sassy was not happy when she seen me. I did apologise probably about 10 to 12 times but I, I don't think she ever got over it to the day I ever left Bilderberg. <sighs> Bad times. So our next piece of evidence to 
prove that I have been cursed by someone is a story again from Bilderbear. And this was our Christmas night out. Out. Christmas night out, out. What? Right. Anyway, this was a month after that horrific story, right? So I was scarred. I was like, I am absolutely not drinking like there is nothing in this world that would make me want to have a drink in front of these people ever ever again so we went to TGI's like TGI Fridays and at the time I was like the fussiest eater like I really couldn't eat a lot and I was like oh I just don't fancy this whatsoever like I'd actually rather not eat and everyone's like no no you can eat chicken like you'll be fine with that and I was like right 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 fine it wasn't that Jack Daniels chicken everyone loves it was just like some other like plainish chicken so I was like, right, fine, I'm just going to eat my chicken, drink some Fanta, get home, nice and civilised, this suits me. So that's exactly what happened. I got home, I got tucked into bed like so early, ready for my day, bear building ahead the following day, all is good. You've successfully went on a night out and not made an arse of yourself, like pat on the back, gal. So I get settled into bed, fall asleep, all proud of myself, and then I am awoken through the night. And at the minute I opened my eyes, I thought, shit. I sprinted, like I'm talking Mo Farah style, sprinted to the toilet. And let's just say I did not know what end to prioritise. Oh, so bad. When I say I was being violently, and I mean violently sick and diarumpus for four straight days, TGIs gave me Food poisoning. Build a bear. Took me to TGI's. Who gave me food poisoning? And I done nothing to deserve it. Like, wh- why? Why? I touch wood have never had food poisoning ever since. And if you've had it, you will know how awful, how painful, how degrading it is. Now, I don't know why I'm sharing this story with you so early on, right? I won't go into too much detail because you might never come back. But let me just tell you that my favourite minion jammy bottoms did not make it. They had to be binned. And I'll let you use your imagination as to why. But I can tell you, as a 16-year-old girl, that was one of the lowest points of my entire life. And if that ever happens again, I am out of here. I am out of here. I am not doing that ever again. If I remember correctly, I feel like Bilderbear actually had an attitude with me when I told him I wasn't going to be in work. And I'm like, are you joking? I am like this because of you. My minion jammies are in the bin because of yous. And I was like that for four days, as I said. So I had some time off school. And when I went back to school, my music teacher, music, how funny is that? Ever done that? Anyway, um, she pulled me aside and she was like, are you okay? She was like, you look really, really skinny. And I was like, oh, honestly, if I, if I enlighten you. When I had food poisoning, I lost half a stone. And when I was 16, I was so skinny. I was like a wee pin. So I was even skinnier. Like People were genuinely concerned. This was no joke. This story, like, honestly, it was, it was scarring. I have never, ever stepped foot in a TGI's ever since. And I will happily never go there till the day I die. Our next horror story takes place in River Island. Megan's moved on up, she's 17 and she's working in River Island and I thought I was so, so bougie, right? So someone in River Island was having a leaving night and everyone was making like such a big deal, like everyone had to go and I was like, count me in, here we go. And I was lucky enough when I worked in River Island to work with, I'm burping again, so sorry. 
I was lucky enough to work with one of my best friends, Brooke, and Brooke's friend Taylor worked there, but I'm also like close with her as well. So it was so much fun and we were like, oh, this will be so fun. Like us three can go out with all the people and work. And like we were the youngest there. So I was like, oh God, we are so cool. Um, so we were buzzing. Wee bit of a background story to this one is when I worked in Never Island, I was a cashier. Like I worked on the cash desk and on Sundays I worked with this boy and we were gen- we were genuinely just friends. Like he was handsome, but like he wasn't my type. Like I, I didn't like him like that. I genuinely just really, really liked him as a friend. Like we had such a laugh and would tell each other stuff. Like it was just like a really nice like bromance relationship. Um, but some people like the odd person in River Island would, made, would make a joke like, oh, you fancy each other and I'd get so raging because I was like he is going to think I fancy him when I just don't it really did wind me up so anyway back to the night out it took me as usual about 12 minutes to get absolutely white girl wasted and honestly the whole night is (laughs) is a complete blur but I do I do (laughs) I do get flashbacks of me and my cashier friend full scale kissing and I'm worried my mum's listening in right now but oh my god and I'm just not like that and there's nothing wrong with being that like you know single girls go out and have fun do as you will but like I've just never been like that like I could count the people I've kissed on both my hands like my full lifetime like I'm an awkward turtle like I just I just cannot do that and I did and I'm doing it in front of every single person who worked in the shop and it didn't it didn't even just happen the once it was like a multiple time French kiss <laughs> there is honestly a time and a place for you to get disco winching in clubs and it is not on your works night out it really is not and that was like one of my only times ever doing that like so so out of character like why 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 did that need to be on my works night out and then obviously everyone just assumes I fancied him and I mean how could I possibly argue like oh god anyway the night ends the night is over the French kissing is over thank god and I was going back to state Taylor's with Brooke now savagely so 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 savage of me honestly I was going through a real phase this day I actually was speaking to Calum at the time I never actually met him so it's fine like we were just texting but I was trying to text him back and honestly I wish I could get the screenshots like I must have just been hitting anywhere on my phone there was all sorts of emojis like plus signs just random letters like zt oh oh, smiley face christ face gif oh like there was absolutely jargon being sent to him and obviously he was so hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And he was like, what, what is she up to? Like, oh, honest to God, it was, it was Morse code. Morse code is the only way I can describe it. And then we get back to Taylor's and I was just up all night being sick. Bearing in mind, this is the first night I'd ever met Taylor's mum. First night I'd ever stayed at Taylor's. I'm being sick everywhere and in a bucket. Then I had to get up in the morning and go to work. Woohoo! And again, this is takes one of the top 10 places of the most awkward times of my entire life. And I go in, right, and I was like, I've got a game plan. I'm not going to mention it. I'm just going to go on. I'm just going to pretend nothing's happened. Like, I'm sure everyone's going to be, like, really professional, like, and work anyway. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Literally every, like, even people I'd never spoken to brought it up to me and everyone was having a right good laugh and I honestly just wanted the ground to swallow me up I thought that I would not mind if I went right now I would have no objections I actually can't remember what it was like the first time I seen the boy again but I think it was maybe awkward for like two seconds and then we were just back to being cashier friends and the kisses were a distant memory um but no oh god it was just so funny because it's so out of character for me um and obviously I was absolutely steaming as well like falling about the place just to add on to it but yeah personally I wouldn't recommend kissing someone from your work on your work night out in front front of all your other work colleagues um quite an embarrassing thing to go through if I'm being totally honest with you swiftly moving on to dun, 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 BT I spoke about this a bit in the last episode so if you listened you'll know that BT was the worst time of my life hated the place miserable so as you can imagine when I mixed alcohol with that it was an absolute recipe for disaster the night was going in one direction and that was south so at the time of this awful night out I was 19 years old and it was a Christmas night out in Hillhead Book Club, which is like in the West End of Glasgow. So it was like your kind of typical like works night out set up, like a free course meal, like champagne, wine, blah, 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 blah. But I was like still in my fussy eater era. Um, I didn't actually start eating Christmas dinner till like last year, like no joke. So I didn't touch a thing. I'm not even going to lie. I can't remember it being served, but I didn't touch a thing sources told me all I did all day was literally like my cereal that morning um unfortunately red wine was back back with a vengeance is that how you say that word not too sure but I remember like the tables were all like laid out like so fancy like Christmas crackers like all those different plates and spoons and shit and then in the middle like between like every maybe like six people there was those big fancy wine things I think they're called decanters and like it's just like got the wine on display and you pour it into your cup well I thought let's save some dishes I'm just going to drink straight out that big fancy thing out the decanter thing now I I actually don't remember doing this thank god because that is the kind of flashbacks that would keep you up at night but sources have told that that's what I was doing so I'm pouring this red wine literally down me like it's going over my face I'm drinking it and I was just absolutely steaming like when I tell you I cannot remember this night like even if I really really try no nothing it's just a big blur tell you what though as drunk and as much of a riot as I was I was really bonding with people I had pictures of people I'd barely even spoken two words to since joining BT so I was definitely being a wee social butterfly uh, to say the least 
So in Hillhead Book Club, they've got like this like set of stairs, and like basically no matter where you are in the club, like you can see these stairs. Now apparently, little Miss Megano goes rolling down the stairs. I mean, like sausage roll style, like. Really confused how I didn't wake up with any broken bones or missing my head or anything. Uh, got off pretty Scott Street, to be honest with you, but rolled down the stairs and apparently the bouncers were like, oh, that's enough. Like, strike and you are out. And I think the site manager was in a green, I've heard. Um, so I'm getting chucked out and they sat me like at the front door and one of my colleagues was like, wait there, I'm going to go get my phone and I'm going to get a taxi for you and make sure you get in it. And by the time she came back, I was gone like I just vanished into thin air and then there was like this group who I'm still like I'm still friends um so close with one of the boys um but it was this group of like people who were just like a couple of years older than me and they'd all like moved on to like higher departments so like they weren't on the night out to begin with but they were coming to meet everyone after like just to say hi or whatever and I was pretty like yeah yeah get you there like can't wait to drink with you lot and they found me crawling up a main road like on my hands and knees crawling like paralytic cannot speak which is just absolutely mortifying like you just never want older people that you think are like cool to see like that because that's just, it's just so bad isn't it so they luckily waited with me until my dad sourced me and he picked me up obviously not best please and I think him and Paul actually had to manhandle me to my room and get me to bed now it does not stop there. No, 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 no. She keeps going. She is a gift that keeps on giving. So I get in the bed and I decide to take to my Instagram stories. And I start posting like selfies of me in bed, like looking. Uh, you can imagine. You can imagine what I look like at this point. And I was writing F-U-C-K-B-T on, on my Instagram stories absolutely sozzled so then I must have fell asleep like the batteries had ran out and I was off to sleep and I was woke up in the early hours of the morning obviously to be sick which was fun and I checked my phone because I had all these messages from people at BT like ha 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 or some people were like oh my god what happened and I was like what was going on like obviously I couldn't remember the night I looked at my stories and I was like oh my god I was like kill me now actually actually kill me now like no I can't so obviously I deleted them but I think the damage had well and truly been done because about 20 people had already replied and I was like I cannot go to work on Monday like I just need to quit I need to resign right now like how does one come back from this so the Monday morning came obviously probably the most fear I've ever had in my whole entire work life so I get to work and I literally was hiding from the site manager like I'm telling you ducking down behind computers like I'd sink so far into my seat so she couldn't see me I'd done that for like a good week now I can't remember if it was ever mentioned by her or maybe I apologized oh my god it came back to me I apologized in an email I could not do it face to face that's absolutely terrifying so I sent an email apologizing for my behavior and obviously I was the talk of the office I was like one of the youngest people there so I think all these like 40 and 50 year olds just found it hilarious so I was the talk of the office for a while and I said enough's enough I am not going on a BT night out ever ever again and I didn't and good riddance BT by the way we're moving on to our final piece of evidence for this case and this is when I worked in Be Inspired and I was 20 years old at the time of this night. 
So this was our Christmas night out at the Double Tree Hilton, which is like a hotel in Glasgow. I think they've got them everywhere. Paris Hilton's hotels. Um, again, it was like similar setup, fancy free course meal, which I actually did have a go at. I was like, you know what? I'm in my 20s now. We're going to dig in. So I, d- I did actually eat some of it. And there was like loads of champagne involved, which I don't usually drink. But, you know, when something's put in front of me, I would never see it go to waste. And everyone kept buying each other these like Skittle Bomb shots and Honestly, they were far too easy to drink. But, but, I was actually having a ball. And I honestly was on top form. So, this night actually isn't a blur. Like, I do remember all this. And at this point, I'd only been working there, like, about two months. So, I was honestly desperate to make a good impression. So, I was as much on my good behaviour as I possibly could be after so many drinks. Um, But, one thing we need to get clear is I simply cannot fight the disco fever when I'm drunk like the beast has got to be unleashed she must dance me and this other guy that worked there at the time um we were quite similar in the sense that when we were drunk like we just loved being like rascals we just like loved doing like stupid stuff that you're just not meant to do so there was like a wee stage and like you know what it's like there's like literally all these other like workplaces there at the same time and like a DJ and stuff and there was this wee stage and me and him kept getting on the stage to like dance and boogie and we kept getting told to get down and then would go back up again blah 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 so one of the times I got told to get down I like star jumped off the stage and when I landed I just heard and I'd jumped onto a glass which was fun so obviously the glass smashed and impaled as Olaf would say my foot and at the time like I was too drunk to like feel the pain and I just found it so funny like there was blood all over the like white jumpsuit that I was wearing and I just thought oh my god I am absolutely hilarious I'm such a legend so then I got lifted to like the wee like medical room of the hotel and the paramedics are the medical staff there were like poking away at it like with tweezers like trying to get the glass out and he got like some of it out but there was like a bit that was a bit deeper and I found this so funny like there was a couple other girls from work in with me and I was just like Haha, what am I like such a klutz like just loving it loving the attention to be honest because I was a newbie there and I was like oh my god these people are going to think I'm an absolute hoot but then the medical staff were like right we can't get that out you're going to need to go A&E and I was like are you shitting me? I was like, no, no, I'm having far too good of a time. Like, I cannot go to any and miss out on the rest of this night out. But I literally had no option because obviously could not walk. So two bouncers like lifted me round to the reception, had to say bye, everyone gutted. Um yeah, to lift me around the reception and the reception phoned me a taxi and they like made an agreement with the taxi company that whoever picked me up would have to help me into the hospital because I couldn't walk. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So then they sat me down on this like um, chaise long. Is that what you call those big like long fancy chairs? They sat me down on one of those. So, you know, obviously they have like a wee kind of back to it. Well, that was facing the reception, right? So they sat me down and I was like, oh my word this is comfort at its finest so I just like must have slouched down and then I must have dozed off and then I woke up like two hours later to this guy who worked there being like are you wanting to go up to your room like what room number are you in I'll show you what it is like not in a creepy way he was just obviously like going to shoo out the reception and I was like oh my god I don't have a room like I was on a work night out like I must have fell asleep and then I said to reception, reception was like, we thought you were gone, like the taxi driver was here, we couldn't find you because I was slumped down behind this chaise long. So I was like, oh my God, right, nightmare. So then I text my dad and I'm like so drunk and I'm like, hey dad, 
I'm just going to the hospital, do not worry though, see you in the morning. And then I was going to phone a taxi, but obviously like my dad got that text and very quickly was on the phone to me and very quickly was on his way to get me. So he came and collected me and he was like, oh, I can't be asked. And I mean, now you're probably understanding why he can't be asked because I don't have a good track record of works night out. So he picks me up, he takes me to A&E and we get to A&E and I'm like, no way. My friend Luxie was there with a broken hand from his night out. And I was like, class, like this is so fun. And it was like a four hour wait. My dad actually went, got us at McDonald's and came back. I was like, this is fantastic. Like this is so much fun. But then obviously I started to sober up and I started to then feel the pain from the shard of glass that was in my foot. And things became a lot less funny. One thing about my dad, he is an absolute superstar and if you've watched any of my videos, you will know exactly what I mean. Like, he is my hero, love the man, but he has no patience. Like, God was obviously good at giving him all these other qualities, but he definitely forgot to give him patience. So eventually I got called and he's like, thank God, we've been waiting here forever, blah, 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 blah. So we go into the room and my dad's like, get this over and done with, like, I need my bed. Bearing in mind, it was like four in the morning at this point, so fair enough. So we sat down and the doctor's like, okay, I can see the glass, it's under the skin. He was like, I'm just going to pop this needle in your big toe, we're going to numb it, we're going to slice your foot open and we're going to get the glass out. And I was like, hold the bus, hold the bus, doctor, you will not be putting any needles in any of my toes. Because I still had my big, big needle phobia at the time, like I'd never even had my lips done at this point, like needles were just an absolute no-go like I mean I would refuse blood tests and everything like uh, uh, uh. no off limits and he was like okay well I can try it without you being numb but like you are going to experience like great discomfort and I was like discomfort schmumfort like I do not care I'd rather be uncomfortable than have that big ass needle in my big ass toe so my dad was like oh. so anyway the doctor literally takes one tap at my toe and I'm screaming the place down and hell breaks loose at my dad's like sharp sharp get the needle on your toe get the needle on your toe hurry up and the doctor's like I would really advise the needle and I was like no needles no needles take the needles it was honestly a very dramatic scene for such a small piece of glass so I was wriggling about on that bed like flying my toes about like the doctor couldn't even grab my foot like that's how dramatic I was being like winging it around like probably close to volleying him in the face a couple of times um so very dramatic as you can imagine and my dad's like that right yeah right yeah and he's like that I swear you better never get pregnant you'll never manage and he's like that you are so dramatic this is a joke just him really going off one as doctor must have thought I don't get paid enough for this. That man deserves a Pride Written Award, if I'm being totally honest with you. Can't remember his name, but God, he was an absolute gem. So eventually, I come to terms that the needle, the size of the candle I'm looking at in front of me, which is one of those big, long, fancy ones, was in fact going in my big toe. It was awful. Uh, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. If you need a big needle in your toe, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt like hell. And I really, really will be fine if I never have to experience that ever again in my life. I wouldn't, I honestly would not recommend it to a friend. But the needle went in, finally. The wee slip was made. The glass was taken out. It was so small as well. I was like, how can something so small cause so much disruption? So anyway, the glass is out. I got these really funky socks and I was sent on my way. 
and that was that that was the end of that night it was very traumatic like honestly that was really hard going and my dad said to me he had never taken me to Ian any again and he actually hasn't he actually hasn't since so guys I've presented to you all evidence that I am in fact cursed by a witch somewhere on works nights out and I'm sure you'll now agree with me you will agree that there has been a curse somewhere down the line. Because how else would I be able to get in that state every time? Like that is some form of talent. And I actually have a kind of works night out, I suppose, on Tuesday. So please can we all just say a wee prayer for me? Because honestly, I just I just don't think I'm ready for something like that this week, you know? Let's all hope for the best. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope we've had a wee chuckle. And I hope you're going to come back next week. I love you over here in Rollercoaster. There is enough carriage space for absolutely everyone to hop on board every week. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope everyone's keeping okay. I know that times are kind of rubbish right now. So sending you all love. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.